love this podcast? Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Hello and welcome to... (laughs) (laughs) Cut, cut, BuzzFeed has this quiz up right now that is called You're Definitely an Old Soul If You Know Who These 20 Musicians Are. And first and foremost, I got all of them right. Um, Secondly, I'm kind of offended because like there were pictures of like Brandy and TLC and Nirvana in there. And I'm like, what? what?" I mean, Greg, that was like 30 fucking years ago. We have to come to terms. We are old. Hello and welcome to It's Like This, your one-stop shop for everything pop, culture that is. I'm Eliane. And I'm Greg. And welcome to another episode. Yeah. Here. It has been a little bit of a week. Hasn't been too crazy. I think we definitely have enough to talk about. (laughs) Absolutely. It's, you know, um... It's been touch and go uh, this week. You know, there was there was an award ceremony and, you know, some things some things happened. So, you know, we do have have some things to talk about. So. So here we go. I hope you are all ready to delve into another week of just like pop culture, goodness, messiness, the good, bad, the ugly. We're going to we're going to talk about it all. Yes. (laughs) In, in the uh, infamous words of Bethany. <laughs> I know, I never thought I'd actually be saying that. But there you go. So since since you uh, mentioned a, a housewife, uh, I guess we can kick things off with a little bit of housewives news. Um, and also the 
uh, award ceremony I was talking about, the People's Choice Awards was um, the other day. Mm-hmm. And Kathy Hilton has come under fire uh, for being just absolutely disrespectful and rude while fuck? while Mariska Hargitay was accepting her award. Uh, Kathy Hilton, who was on stage presenting the award, started putting lipstick on uh, during Olivia Benson's speech. And I mean, how dare she disrespect Olivia Benson? You cannot. Right disrespect detective benson in this goddamn town okay miss hilton how dare you how dare you i mean it is just the epitome of like rich white lady complete tone deafness disregard for other people around her it was gross gross and then the little like kathy hilton stands online they're like, oh my God, she's so epic, queen. And like, no, no, Mariska Hargitay is a fucking queen. Kathy Hilton married a rich dude. Like, let's make the distinction, okay? Yeah. And, you know, if if Kathy Hilton was, you know, some fresh-faced ingenue, fresh off the bus from Kansas, this was her first award ceremony, I might could give a pass to that. But, you know, Kathy Hilton has been, you know, maybe not in an award show situation, but a situation where she's been on stage and she knows better. She fucking knows better. She definitely knows better. She was trying to have a moment. Mm-hmm. She was trying to have a moment. I mean, I feel like the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this past season is is like the season that won't die. It won't go away. It's over, and we're still fucking talking about these bitches. They were out of pocket this year, and she just wants to keep it going. Um, also, Kyle, her sister, Kyle Richards, uh, shared like a video on her Instagram of the table they were all sitting at. <clears throat> so whoever did the seating arrangement is petty, and I fucking love it, because they put Kathy Hilton right in between Lisa Rinna and Erica Jane. And those were the three that I've been beefing all season long. So I just want to, you know, give a little shout out, a nod of appreciation, a tip of the hat, a cheers to whoever the intern was that put those uh, placements on the table. Cause that was very nice. Very nice indeed. And see, I love award ceremonies um, like the People's Choice Awards, uh, and also very much like uh, the Golden Globes, which is put on by the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, because it gets everybody in a room, like people from TV and movies and music and people who wouldn't normally be in a room together, puts them at tables, gives them lots of alcohol and not a whole lot of food. And then records it. Yes. (laughs) I live for the awkward um, 
energy in that room. <laughs> it's it's where we got the the moment of uh, Lady Gaga bumping into Leonardo DiCaprio and him looking like he didn't have a fucking clue who she was. Oh, how deliciously awkward. I love it. And, you know, I, I do like that award show because it is the people's choice. So the the movies that don't usually get a lot of awards because they're more popular and they're not as like snooty or indie or just deep and you know significant they 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 get a little nod from from the fans so yes. I do like that um Doctor Strange won top movie there so mm. that was nice I was like okay I'm with it I love it um yeah it's no Oscars and that's what I like about <laughs> but I do not like the disrespect of the fucking queen detective Benson. How dare you, Kathy? Yes. How fucking dare you? That I'm staring at you in especially heinous. Kathy Hilton's gonna fuck around and she's going to be the subject of an SVU episode where they're like <laughs> ripped from the headlines. <laughs> watch watch you wait and see it'll be shooting down the block from my house by next <laughs> I guarantee you <laughs> oh i love it i love it so um let's stick with the petty a little uh, just a little bit last week i mentioned how i absolutely adored that netflix dropped the trailer to the harry and megan docuseries whilst <laughs> William and Kate were doing a, a stateside trip, you know, just stole all their thunder. Well, the first three episodes were released this week and they did not disappoint. Greg, did you watch? Of course I did. You know, I did. <laughs> um, It was so good. They are so cute. They are super cute together, but I also appreciate the, unabashed just bluntness and honesty with which they are speaking about everything like they are holding no punches and nor should they no they should not absolutely not um i yeah it, it was nice to see another side of things that we hadn't even really seen before um but let me tell you the royal family Standom is losing their goddamn minds all over social media. Good. I love it. I live <laughs> for it. I'm I, it's like sipping that sweet nectar. Ah, oh, white tears. They're my favorite. Yes. And <laughs> you know, something that struck me as I was as I was watching these first three episodes is that Harry has that same quality that his mom had that, you know, even though she was and he is this, you know, kind of untouchable on a pedestal public figure, watching this, it reminded me of how, you know, Princess Diana very much felt like always felt like somebody you knew somebody you were related to somebody you could always relate to i i appreciate something that he said and this isn't really a spoiler but he said that it took for him to go out into the world and meet normal people 
to really understand the type of bubble that he grew up in. And, and I think that that's what was great about princess Diana, that she was out there in the world interacting with and, you know, talking to normal quote unquote, normal people. Cause you know, the Royal family there, that's not a normal existence, <laughs> you know, that's not people's day-to-day experience. So interesting. I really, really enjoyed it. And I can't wait because next Thursday or this Thursday, I, sh- I should say some more episodes come out. So ooh, I can't wait. It's going to be good. And, you know, the collective brain meltdown of all the Royal family fans is just delicious, a delicious cherry on top. Yes. And, you know, we knew it was coming and it's not, it's not any less enjoyable. I know. I love it every time. Never get tired of it. Mm. Um, You know what? I'm going to make an executive decision. We need to talk about the not so great stories before we get too deep into this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Because then we're going to end up with like, Sad sack stories at the end, and nobody likes that. So, okay. in some not so great news, um, it's come out that Celine Dion has a syndrome called stiff person syndrome. And I really I had to look this up because I was like, I really hope somebody's not trolling us right now with this name, but it it's a thing and it causes like involuntary like stiffness and muscle spasms. And so because of that, she's had to um, cancel a bunch of concerts this year and for the indefinite future. So hearts go out to Celine because she's a diva and we love her. Yeah, that's and, um, you know, like you, when I first read this story, um, I had to I had to look it up because the name just it, like I expected them to go well in layman's terms it's stiff person syndrome but here's the medical name but they never gave a medical name for it um, and it and it is actually called stiff person syndrome and it's there's no cure for it and she uh, she's doing uh, physical therapy right now um, she's working with a physical therapist to kind of alleviate some of the issues and figure out how she can um, continue performing. So we will send out good vibes uh, for her because I know this cannot be easy for her because she's been, she's, she's been an international superstar since she was like 13. Wow. Wow. I, I, I don't even know what to say. Well, we hope you get better and, have some sort of breakthrough and that you can get back to performing because we know that's what she loves to do. Yes. And we love to see it. So we hope we get better. We love you, Celine. My heart will not go on until you are better. Okay. Well played. Well played. (laughs) Um, Um, Yeah. There's another story here, Greg, that I feel like I don't know if I should feel bad about it, but I don't. And I've been like trying to find the compassion or the sympathy for days. And I just, I don't, I don't really care. Um, So Christy Alley died. That's a thing that happened. Um, 
I will. Okay. So I will, I have, I have resolved this uh, in, in my head in, in a way that, um, you know, kind of not that I knew her or anything, but it brings closure for me on this. Um, mm -hmm. I did not care for Kirstie Alley in the last years of her life. Um, she was a belligerent racist, uh, a, a loud and proud Trump supporter, um, all that. Uh, but what I what I what I will say is that um, there was a period in her life when um, you know Kirstie Alley was never really thin. She was always thick, this like she true. was. She was a thick actress. And, you know, there for like a period of eight to 10 years on the real trashy tabloids, uh, there was always some story about her weight. Mm -hmm. And I, I sympathized with her uh, for that because that cannot be easy to, you know, go into a grocery store or something and constantly be fat shamed on these national in these national publications. Um, and she was always being put on like worse dress lists and stuff. So, mm -hmm. so for that, I am, I'm sorry that happened to her. Um, and outside of that, in in the in the immortal words of uh, Betty Davis, you should never speak bad of the dead. Kirstie Alley is dead. Good. <laughs> oh God. Um, yes. And yes, <laughs> listen, listen, someday the roosters will come home, okay? Or sorry, the chickens are going to come home to roost. See, this is what happens when English is not your first language <laughs> and you mix up phrases like that. It's okay. It'll be okay. Um, speaking of mixing up, though, Good Morning America is mixing it up. And when I say mixing it up, they have brought in a new and improved version of TJ. Um, listen, him and Amy have been taken off the air for the moment, quote unquote, for now, while they figure out what to do about their salacious affair. But in the meantime, ooh, we get to look at DeMarco Morgan every morning looking absolutely delicious. Like, talk about an upgrade. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> and any something something I've noticed is that um, in any of these situations where uh, one of the parties involved is a person of color um and the the statement is always either like pending an investigation or pending a decision or something like that that is tv network code for we are trying to find a legal way to fire in this case the black guy yeah i mean they have her off the air too though yeah but I appreciate but i guarantee you they're going to try to bring her back and get rid of him and replace him with the other 
um, quote unquote, good looking black guy, because I'm sure that's all they think of DeMarco Morgan, even though there's a lot more to him than just the fact that he's ridiculously good looking. Um, yes. But I feel like I-, I warned him myself last week. Mm-hmm. I said, listen, they're going to get rid of somebody. It's going to be you. And look at that. Look at that. You fucked up, TJ. And and then all these other stories have come out about him. It's not his first affair with someone at work. Ay, ay, ay. The mess, the mess. <laughs> just just keep the peen in the pants when you're at work. Just follow that simple rule in life and you'll get far. Just- also, Keep the peen in your pants if you're fucking married, dude. Uh, oh, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was already like a given and understood. But yeah, don't cheat on your wife. Don't cheat on your husband. Um, don't fucking cheat on your wife or husband with somebody that you work with. On national television. On national television. I mean, don't do it in general, yeah, but especially like- if you're on national television. The levels of stupidity, you know, listen, um, well, you know what? Thank you for bringing us to Marco. (laughs) I appreciate it. I mean, (laughs) silver linings. That's what we're all about here. It's like this. We are all about the silver linings. That is a damn fine one. Ooh, man, it's fine. Um, Yeah. So (laughs) speaking of fine men, um, my little poppy himself, Bad Bunny, said that, you know, he busted his ass the last few years and 2023 is going to be a year of, you know, just relaxation and leisure for him. He wants to travel. He says he has a few commitments that he's obviously going to honor, but he's not going to overpack his schedule. <sighs> Oh, Benito, um, you know, and I, I, I appreciate this, um, that, you know, there are, there are more and more celebrities saying, you know what, I've worked hard. I'm, I'm, I'm taking this next year off. And, you know, one of the things that really struck me in, um, in the article where he mentioned this is that, you know, he said that 2023 is going to be about my, my physical health, my mental health. Um, it's going to be a, a time for me to breathe. And I was like, that's, you know, everybody needs to do that. Just like 2023 kids is going to be the year of setting boundaries. That's, yes. that's what we're doing next year. Absolutely. I, I love a, you know, just like, you know, just like he's so open. He is so, I don't know. Maybe it's something with this generation, but he's really open about mental health. And you know what? I appreciate it. I think it's a good example to set. We've been seeing it from people like Simone Biles, you know, Naomi Osaka. Like it's okay to relax sometimes. Yeah. You know, you worked hard, take a break, enjoy life, put yourself first. I, I'm with it as much as I would have loved to have a second chance to go see him <laughs> soon. Cause I didn't get to see him over the summer. Um, 
he'll he'll be back touring. He's we have not seen the last of Bad Bunny yet. He's yeah. had like, the biggest fucking year ever of his entire life. He deserves to enjoy it. Yeah. So I'm here for it. And I mean, you know, to that to that point, there's also been um, like, let's take Adele, for instance, uh, earlier this year, you know, she was supposed to start her Vegas residency earlier in the year and she felt it wasn't ready. So she she put it on pause and postponed it. And, you know, that's that's something else that you know, like I, I appreciate that, you know, if, if you, as, as someone who were, who is a public figure think, you know what, this is not going to be my best work. I owe, I owe you as my fans more than that. So Mm -hmm. we're going to pause for a minute, get it to where it needs to be. And then we'll go. Yeah. I think it's smart because we've seen all too often what happens when people just go, 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 and they don't take a rest and, you know, I like this new way of, I don't know, this new group of celebrities that are making it important to just put their mental health first. So, And it, it feels like a good shift in the entertainment industry as a whole that, you know, these producers and record labels and managers and things of that nature, they're all realizing that, hey, you know, we can respect this and still make money. Still make all that money. Mm-hmm. Because he made plenty for that record company this year. So yeah. they owe him a few months off, like for fuck's sake. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I hope he enjoys his, his travels. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm excited for uh, the Instagram posts because he's, yeah. he's good for an Instagram moment. Yes. He's so cute. He's adorable. <laughs> so speaking of, you know, kind of some celebrities who were go, go, go for a while um, and it, it all it all kind of flamed out um, there. There is a docuseries coming to ID um, about kind of the dark underbelly of the Glee series. Uh, it's called The Price of Glee. And, you know, as as we have seen, there have been uh, some, some very tragic uh, happenings from, from the cast. Um, Corey Montes died of an overdose while the show was still filming. Uh, Naya Rivera passed a um, little over a year ago. Yeah, I mean, is has it been longer? It might have been longer already. Might have been a long in the in the last couple of years. Um, tragic, you know, literally trying to save her son yeah. from drowning. And then and Michelle's a racist. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then like I can't read apparently. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Not an illiterate queen. No, 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 no please learn to read I beg um and then also okay so one I saw I saw the trailer one thing I didn't love was the fact that they put Mark Salling right along with Corey Monteith and Naya Rivera when okay I know he also suffered a really terrible 
fate and ending he he you know he committed suicide um after he pleaded guilty to having child porn so i i feel like one of these things is not like the others yes oh so, uh, but i guess it's part of the story i i don't know i just <sighs> i don't like seeing her face next to his like that yeah it's not the same so and one of uh one of the stars of the show kevin McHale, who played mm-hmm. Artie, uh has blasted um the the documentary uh basically for uh profiting off the deaths of Corey and naya um yeah because like i said they shouldn't shouldn't have been associated in that manner like maybe if it wasn't billed as a like the curse of glee kind of a thing maybe it wouldn't feel so offensive but i just i don't think that you know what happened to mark salling should be equated with the tragedy that was Corey and naya yeah yes yes so Um, i don't know i don't know if i i don't know if i'm gonna watch it or if I'm going to watch it just to make sure, like to see what, what they say about them. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I mean, I can, I can probably save you the runtime uh, and just basically tell you that um, Glee wrecked everybody's careers, but Darren Chris. Yeah. And you know what? Amber Riley, I think she's, good amber riley is 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 thriving and living her best life so she she got out of that so those two came out unscathed yeah yeah definitely and you know the rest Oof, man i used to really freaking enjoy that show when it first came out i fucking loved it i loved it i i have you know, I watched the show up until like season like three or four. Um, mm-hmm. uh, about the time that um, Kurt and Rachel went to New York, and then Blaine cheated on on Kurt. Uh, when it when it start when shit started getting like out of character, um, then I was like, okay, I've, I'm done. Um, yeah. But I have always been of the belief that glee should have been canceled after season two uh you know it it should have at least been canceled like when the first group of kids graduated high school like they suffered the fate of like saved by the bell the college years yeah you know what i mean but but the college years was good as fuck though like let's (laughs) let's not i still watched it i still watched it yeah and and we and we got you know that iconic tv wedding of zach and kelly in Vegas yeah. so we didn't we didn't get anything iconic from Glee lasting 15 years too long no no not at all like it like petered out like it shouldn't have ended that way you're right it should have you know the best three seasons I would say I when they graduated I think it should have just ended right there there was no need to see what the fuck happened after they got out of high school because nobody cared nobody cares <laughs> but you know what i do care about 
My favorite time of the episode. Yeah. First date, first time. Quiz do we take today? Oh, build a holiday playlist and we'll tell you which seasonal candle you are. Okay, Greg, what do you smell like? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So right now I smell like coffee and cigarette smoke. (laughs) But if I was, that's my signature fragrance. Um, But if I was a holiday candle... I would be, and I, I picked this quiz because I knew it was one that we would not get the same answer. <laughs> I'm going to laugh if we do. <laughs> so I got Christmas spice and it says that you're more naughty than nice, known as the pot stirrer. You don't cause the drama, but somehow you're always a part of it. Maybe that's because you have five love interests in your hometown and lead them on when you're staying in your parents' house. You love the holiday season because this means you get gifts and showered in love, but it's still the holiday season and your love language is quality time with family. (laughs) Greg, I got the same thing. (laughs) Shut up. I got Christmas spice too. Even I know okay, listeners, did. we're going to post yeah, this quiz. Because we need to know if there's a different answer. There's no <laughs> fucking way. Yes, I got Christmas spice and everything nice. Yes. yes. <laughs> Hang on. I've, I'm going to pull this quiz back up and we're going to go through each yeah, one. Let's do it. Okay. Where is it? There it is. Okay. All right, so the first question is pick a classic, and the choices are White Christmas by Bing Crosby, The Christmas Song by Nat King Cole, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee, and Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. What did you pick? I picked Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. God damn it, so did I. (laughs) And Sonny, look, it had your song as one of the choices. (laughs) Hi, Sonny. Uh, Okay, so uh, question number two, I can listen to pop during the holidays, right? And the choices are Mistletoe by Justin Bieber, Christmas Tree Farm by Taylor Swift, Under the Tree by Kelly Clarkson, or Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande. Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande. Seriously? (laughs) Did you pick that one too? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Boy Bands, Holiday Edition, Christmas Wish by 98 Degrees, (laughs) Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC, Let It Snow by Boys to Men and Brian McKnight, or Christmas Time by the Backstreet Boys. I chose Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. I chose Let It Snow. Okay, see, that was a close second to me because I was like, Boys to Men and Brian McKnight, that was was dope. Speaking of... Oh, yeah. Speaking of Glee, uh, what would the holidays be without Glee covers? The choices are Baby It's Cold Outside featuring Darren Chris, Merry Christmas, Darling, We Need a Little Christmas, or Oh Christmas Tree. I picked We Need a Little Christmas, and I can't even remember who sang that. Interesting. 
I chose uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. That's a good one. Because it was the only one I knew for sure that I had heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Low key, I need another classic. The choices were All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams, Caroling Caroling by Nat King Cole, or Blue Christmas by Elvis. You of course, Mariah. it is Mariah Carey season. So, yes, All I Want for Christmas is You. I actually chose It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy hey. Williams. Hmm. Uh, pentatonics is still a thing, right? The choices are Mary, Did You Know, That's Christmas to Me, uh, Winter Wonderland, Don't Worry, Be Happy, featuring Tori Kelly, or I'll Be Home for Christmas. I chose I'll Be Home for Christmas because I think that's the one they did with Megan Trainer, and I, and I liked it. I okay. See, I chose Mary, Did You hmm. Know. Okay, so it's looking like that the reason we got this, wait, no, no, no. This will this will be the teller. Pick the last song you want to hear on your playlist. Last Christmas by Wham, Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano, uh, Believe by Josh Groban, or Someday at Christmas by Stevie Wonder. What did you Feliz pick? Navidad by Jose Feliciano? <laughs> okay. See, we we had a lot of the same answers. So that would that would that explains it. <laughs> Who doesn't want that to be the last song of the night? Come on. <laughs> Come it's on. true. It's true. <laughs> I love it. I love silly BuzzFeed quizzes. Like, I swear to God, I think ever since I was in freaking middle school, I have loved taking quizzes. The ones in Cosmo, the ones in Glamour, like all the quizzes. Just give them all to me. I love to take them. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So it is recommendation time. Are you ready? Yes, I'm so. You ready. have a traditional recommendation this week. I I actually do, um, and it is kind. It kind of ties into uh, one of one of our stories this week, um, and it is in in honor of the uh, Harry and Meghan doc dropping. I am going to recommend uh, to all our listeners who may not have checked it out, uh, Megan's podcast, Archetypes, um, because it is, it's absolutely incredible. It's so thoughtful and it's so thought provoking and it's outside of like, you know, this show and, you know, the others that appear in our network it's one of my favorites and I'm, I'm always excited when there's a new episode. So, so absolutely check that out. Watch the doc. Um, yeah. um, that episode of archetypes that she had Paris Hilton on. Whoa. Yeah. I was like, okay, so I, I definitely have a different perspective <laughs> on Paris Hilton now since listening to that episode. So yeah, it, it's a great Absolutely. one. Um, I'm glad that you recommended the Harry and Meghan um, pod, uh, not podcast, sorry, docu-series. That was going to be mine, but I was, I was honestly, I was torn. And so thank you for making that decision for me. 
I am going with a anti-recommendation. Oh. I, today, watched a Christmas movie so terrible that I couldn't even finish watching it. I said, Myron, I can't. Can we stop watching this and go back to the corny Christmas movies, please? Like, I couldn't even get through it. It's called The Binge 2. It's a wonderful binge. It's on Hulu, right? I saw a, I saw a trailer for and it. Now, it's got some interesting actors in it. So I really thought it was going to be really funny. There's no plot. Like, it is the most random just set of occurrences thrown together on film that seem like they have absolutely nothing to do with each other. It was the most nonsensical, ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I could not get through it. I couldn't get through it. And I'm like, Danny Trejo is in this. Like, why can't I finish watching this? Like Paul Shear, okay? Caitlin Olsen. (laughs) It should have been funny. I don't understand what happened here. I don't like it. Whoever wrote it was like on a fucking acid trip writing this fucking script, okay? Do not, don't waste your time. Just, just don't. Yeah. Do not watch It's a Wonderful Binge. (laughs) I'm glad you said that because I was, I almost watched it um, today while I was at work. Um, But I, I said, no, I'll watch it on a day off. Um, because I wanted to finish watching um, the season of Project Runway that I'm currently watching while I work. I watched it today, um, fully prepared for that to be my recommendation. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't, I can't even finish watching this shit. It sucked. Yeah. Don't watch that. Okay. Okay. But I'd like to <laughs> add an additional kind of recommendation. Um that is something that I've, I've for some reason just thought about. Um, and it's, it's, it's a holiday television movie. It's a TV movie. Um, and it's one of those, it's so bad that it's good. And it is, it is something that every year I tell myself that I'm not going to watch it. And somehow... I end up watching it every fucking year. And it is uh, the a very Brady Christmas oh. TV movie from like the early, early 90s. I love um, that yeah. one's good. I like the they're so bad that it's good. But trust me, this one was not that. <laughs> it was just that's so bad. Um, and you know what? I, I changed my mind. I do have recommendations. Two actually, okay. Oh, so it's the holiday season, you're looking for gifts and everything like that. There are two awesome new books that you should definitely consider putting on your Christmas list, okay? So the first one is called Ride Overshare Interesting, Fun, and Unbelievable Stories from Backseat Riders, and the other is called Coffee Grounded A Reflective Journey through friendship stories and delicious drinks. And they were both written by Myron J. Clifton. So do yourself a favor and go cop those, okay? 
else I'll show up at your house and I will curse you out. They are they're in my in my Kindle. I haven't I haven't started them yet, but I do I do have them. Um and since we're since we're recommending Myron content in this moment, um when you get done with this episode of our show, uh I would like for everyone listening to this to go check out uh the last episode of uh voice mm-hmm. memos. Uh, they they put together their 2022 lists, and it's just absolutely fantastic from start to finish. There's so many great recommendations. Um, I took, I found myself taking <laughs> notes, and you know, I I love Myron and Jen's yeah, show. Uh, so, but this this has been a favorite episode. Of- awesome. Well, you know what? Support the network. Support um, independent writers. Support small business, support black authors. Okay. Yes. Um, and you know, we will see you next week with another brand new episode. And until next time, I've been DeMarco Morgan's um his pecs, his abs, his glutes, his quads, the yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Just strictly for research purposes. Mm-hmm. For science, of course. And until next time, I have been a world holding its breath for Bad Bunny's next bare butt Instagram post. (laughs) For science, of course. course. See you next time. (laughs) Bye, Bye. (laughs) y'all. This has been a Rod Wharton production. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.